Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Sports Fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk on this Monday, day after Super Bowl. Some would like to make it a holiday. Jeff Jordan's shaking his head up and down. Jeff is with us as Mondays normally would be. Jeff, doing all right? Doing fine. Doing what would fine. you call that holiday if they made it? I don't, I don't know. You know. That's been on the people's minds for a while I, I'm, yeah. I, I'm not sure it's a good idea it's a paid a paid holidays just cost people money but uh, I, I can I, I can function the next day generally well <laughs> I think that's the point um, people stay up late they party uh, the, the Jordans don't we don't party <laughs> not in terms of alcohol anyway we don't need to recover um, but uh, you know, I, I'm I'm fine. Whatever people want to do, but my goodness, we've we've sure got a lot of holidays. Too much to me, but <laughs> that's okay with me. I well, don't. I, I, every it, day to me is about the same anyway. It hasn't come lately, and I don't think it's going to come anytime real soon. But uh, Super Bowl, obviously, a surprise. That's a crazy question to ask. Were you surprised by the outcome of the score and the score in that game? There's just nobody could predict that at all. No, I, I was uh, I was not surprised at the winner. Although I didn't think the Tampa Bay would win. I did not think so, but I, I knew it was. I thought it would be very close. Uh, you know, touchdown maybe. Um, and I thought that Kansas City would win, and uh, and neither one happened. It was it was pretty close to a blowout. And when you figure that Tampa Bay didn't even score a touchdown, I Kansas guess, City. Uh, excuse me, Kansas City didn't score a touchdown. That sort of makes it a blowout, I guess. Thirty-one nine. Um, Kansas Kansas City, remember, was a three-point favorite by all the people that's supposed to know, and and they had been a three-point favorite. It never changed. I checked it every day, and it never changed. It was three points all the way up, as far as I know, to game time. Um, but uh, the fact that the Tampa won didn't surprise me. It didn't surprise you either. No, not at all. As a matter of fact, I picked Tampa to win. Uh, I'm not sure why, but I did. i tell you what, the, the bet that would have been moneymaker was – Having uh, zero touchdowns by Kansas City, you what kind of odds would, would that have been on it? Oh, I don't know. I, a lot, <laughs> a lot had to be. Well, they, I mean, they they generally score in bunches. You got to outscore them generally, and that didn't happen. I did see just before I came over here on the news some things that people had bet on and how much was paid out uh, on the coin flip, for instance, and uh, and just you could bet on anything. Um, and we had a house full, and as you know. I guess you remember my wife's birthday and my my grandson's birthday are close together, and we celebrate them on Super Bowl Sunday. So we have all this, you know, food, and we all watch the game and generally scream and holler. Uh, that's against somebody, <laughs> but and of course now we have a great grandson who is clearly uh, I don't know what's the matter with the boy, but he. <laughs> <laughs> he is enthusiastic. Let's be well, we want to keep. We're going to take this break off. We want to come back and get a Blue Raider basketball report about that grandson who is enthusiastic and don't know what's wrong with that boy. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll come right back on All Sports Talk.
This is Sarah Callender of Main Street, Murfreesboro. Love is in the air, and what better opportunity to extend that love not only to your special someone, but also to downtown small businesses. For Valentine's Day, make your gift purchases and schedule that date night with a locally owned small business in the heart of the historic downtown of Murfreesboro. One-of-a-kind gifts, traditional presents, delicious food served in quaint historic buildings, or prepared for you to take home. So many choices in your downtown. This Valentine's, choose local. You don't have hot dogs or apple pie or no Chevrolet to drive, but we have some hickory smoke wings you're just dying to try. You'll try them, you'll like them, you'll give some to a friend. So on a dare, just stop on by and bring in a friend. Slick Pig Barbecue, 1920 East Main. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening in. This is Lenny Farmer here for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Wow, cremation seems to be the talk of the day, and you probably have a question or two about whether that should be your final choice, because so many questions surround this method of finality to life. Let me set your mind at ease by answering your plaguing questions. You can reach me at 615-893-2422 to set up a time for a no-pressure question and answer period to help determine what is best for you. Jennings and Ayers. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. Tonight on WGNS, it's Rick Insel live at 6 o'clock. Nick McDevitt live follows at 7. Got a lot to talk about after last weekend's big wins for the Blue Raiders and looking ahead to Marshall this weekend. Coming up on tomorrow night for State Farm Prep Basketball, it's the Battle of the Borough, Riverdale at Oakland. The second meeting between these teams. Huge girls game here coming up for you tomorrow night on WGNS. 5.50 airtime, 6 o'clock for the tip in the girls game. Coming up on Friday, we'll have Lady Raider basketball as they host Marshall and on WGNSradio.com, Blackman at Oakland as we wrap up the regular season in high school basketball. Saturday morning, we're talking to the boys' basketball coaches on the Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner beginning at 8 a.m. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff Jordan brought to you by Fans Heating and Air, Lee Calvin Financial, Edward Jones. Jeff, let's get the report. Well, first of all, let me say this. I figured out the Blue Raider basketball team. All they needed was fans in the stands. That, that vocal bunch of fans, they brought two wins home. It's a weekend. That, I mean, it's good for them. But uh, And I know you got to go, and I did too. Yeah, I um, saw, saw both games, um, and they, were both, they both had reasons to, um, to, to be there. And they were both pretty exciting, particularly uh, – Friday nights, a one-point victory. Uh, and it, what you just said probably does not sound correct to people that how could just a few hundred, and I mean it was a few hundred fans, make much of a difference. But by golly, I think we did. I really think, yeah. I really think so. And uh, they got on their feet a few times, particularly the last uh, – uh, a minute. Uh, I think it made a difference. I, I just, I, I feel like that our players recognize that the only people that could be there, first of all, were season ticket holders. Yes, the only people that could go, and um, they were, they had to sit at certain places. So you know, they were spread out all over the gym. They weren't you in. You don't get some, that kinetic energy uh, being right. close together right. at all. But um, and and you know, Tim, they had. Um, it was 66-65 with 11 seconds, and they had the ball to go the length of the floor. And you and I know, I'm sure a, a, a fan knows, that's a world oh, of time. Oh, yes. That's, I mean, that's a lot of time. As a matter of fact, 
if you took account of how many shots, even in a 30-second shot situation, or shot 11 seconds or under, wouldn't it be a third? Oh, yeah. I would think so. And I've just – I just dread that, you know, when somebody's going to come up and, and they've got 11 seconds to get get a shot and they had a timeout, they set something up, you foul them, they go to the line, they hit them both, you know, that kind of stuff, and you get beat. And they didn't even get a shot off. That, that was just, to me, was really remarkable defense and a little bit of bad luck, too. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the boy dribbled the ball off his foot and it took an extra second for him to corral it again he got it back but when he got it back he, the whole flow was i think ruined and they ended up they well i doubt that they practiced it that way i doubt, <laughs> I doubt it um, uh, but at any rate uh, uh it, it was a terrific win and i just i just felt so good about our kids that our our, our kids got that win and our coach got that win because they needed it, and I think they earned it. Second half Saturday night, they had five three-pointers in a row. I don't know how many times that's happened in Blue Raider history. Not oh, a lot, yeah. but it, especially with this team. But, boy, they sure did. Um, I I, uh, I think we were actually outshot as ter- in terms of, um, well, the number of shots that were taken and et cetera and hit. But we hit more uh, so, so many threes that it made a, made a big difference. At one point, we had a 20-point lead. Yeah. Uh, I may be wrong about that, but it was definitely 18 at one point and, uh, in the middle of the second half. And then we ended up winning by 12. And, and they made runs. and They kids, got it down to eight, which got answered. a little bit, yeah. little bit scary. But that's not – you know, that's not still not in the, in the danger zone. But you began to get close to it. Yep. All right, let's get to the call on the air. Welcome in. How's it going, team and Jeff? How y'all you know, doing? we're good. We're good. How about you? Pretty good. I just wanted to tell Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Good to see you at the car show, Saturday. Good to see you, sir. Always fun. I know, always a good time. I just, I just want to say, uh, I know, uh, I know, had, had a pretty good weekend. Uh, Friday, the men's, women's tennis teams, and men's, men's, women's basketball won. So that's a good day for the Raiders on Friday. And this weekend, I know Chip's probably going to talk about it on his career report. The golf team had a real good weekend too. The men's golf teams have started their season out real well, so they, uh, they play real well. South Carolina this weekend, so but uh, and everything and. Uh, I just want to say, do you think the uh, the uh, Mendes team can make a move now with these two wins? You think that's going to give us some momentum? Uh, who, who are you talking to? Are you talking to Tim or I me? Both of you, both of you. Well, okay. I, I I think uh, well, our injury problem is just not good. No, uh, and uh, you know we we had Sims was already out, and and then uh, and then we lost another player, Schuler. Uh, uh, for the rest of the year, yeah, it's an ACL. And Sims, I think, will be back, but I don't, uh, I don't know, so, yeah. I don't know when. I'm hoping this next weekend because we sure need him. Um, yeah. And then we lost another player during that game, uh, but we just for the remainder of that game. So uh, you know, it, it, it's going to be tough. There's no question. We got to go on the road, but yeah, yeah. we did work our way back into the tournament, maybe. And and I hope that you know, if we could get a split there with. Marshall, I, you know we got a shot at that. Yeah, I think mean, I think mean, they do too. I know they take the top twelve, so I know they I know they kind of crept up in the division there and everything. And uh, I know I know the Lady Raiders lost, but they're still in first place in the in the division. But it seems like all these teams with uneven games. I don't know if they're gonna gonna get them made up and made up and everything. But uh, I do want to ask 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 you too, Jeff. Did you uh, did you enjoy that quote from Birdwell in the Post this last week? No, I don't. I don't know what you mean. No, I don't either. Well, I, I, I interviewed. I interviewed about one of the games last week that I covered, and uh, I asked him about that he did real well on free throws, free throw shooting. He talked about free throw practice, he, and he said, uh, he said, he said he's confident he can knock them down. Their team players can knock them down. Different things, and he calls free throw practice. He calls it church and library time. <laughs> he, he, wants to, he wants to keep them. He wants a real quiet focus so they can make him free throws. Well, that's the way gyms are, right? Generally speaking, when you shoot a free throw, the pressure is going to be very quiet, <laughs> church-like. <laughs> I don't know about that, but, but that, that's what uh, that, that's that's what he that's what he calls his free throw practice. So I don't know, but I'll just hang on. Listen, guys, appreciate the show. Thank you. All right, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, people are funny about practice, Jeff. Coaches-wise, I'm sure you had some idiosyncrasies. Is that is that a nice word for being? Crazy. Abnormal. Uh, yes, I think so. <laughs> I did too. Uh, one of the things that I worked out with Gary Miller and myself, Gary was the boys' coach at Laverne when I was at the girls. 
he always wanted to practice on the downstairs gym, and I always wanted to practice in the upstairs gym. And the reason for that was the upstairs gym was quiet. Right. You had nobody wandering through, and you could keep your mind on your business. Then the downstairs, a lot of foot traffic going through and through and through. So we'd like to get on the floor once in a while since that's where you play, but – Overall, I'd really like being upstairs. Well, I found that um, at, at Riverdale to be exactly the same. Um, th- that's uh, I wanted it up there. Um, it was just, uh, well, homey, mm-hmm. I guess, is maybe the best word for it. And nobody's walking through. And really, unless somebody knows something about you, they can't even find you most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't want to be bothered. Uh, but now if you're downstairs, you know, and I, I, I love everyone. I love everyone. But you had ROTC walking through, and you had the swimmers walking through dripping wet, and just stuff, you know. And I, I think, my goodness. And people, they find you. They want to come over and talk to you. Well, how's it going? And they, well, it'd go better if you left. <laughs> That's how it's going. But anyway, yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> uh, we'll come back to high school after Chip Walters, but let's get into Blue Raiders and Lady Raiders. Lady Raiders are 10-2, and two, Jeff. They lost one split this weekend in Charlotte. Their schedule right now, they've got six games left. Jeff, there's not a game there that they should not win. They're not playing the, the cream of the crop. Rice is very good on the other side. They're undefeated over there. Uh, but uh, now I don't know if they'll win every all six games, but I I believe they will. They're going to win the their half for sure and be seated number one or two, whatever the way that goes. They're going to be opposite Rice. Uh, I know they got to get all their players and make, them, make sure they stay healthy. But uh, this basketball team's got a chance. I think so, too. Uh, I, I think you've got a, a chance to – I think they will win their side of the conference. Um, I, I think they'll go deep in the tournament, and I'm hoping for some some, some post-tournament uh, spots for them. I hope that happens for them. Um, the, and they're a good team. They, they, they're, they're, they do have a superstar, um, and which is not unusual for MTSU at all. We've had, we've had a bunch of them, and we've really been blessed there. But we also have a lot of people that are contributing a lot of different things. And it can be rebounds, it can be assists, it can be points, uh, just general leadership skills. We've got a lot of people that are really contributing to, to, in that area. Way back in November, you and I both were looking forward, very much forward to the Sunday afternoon game to open the season against the University of Louisville. And it was, what, about 10 days, maybe seven days before that that we found out – that, that wasn't going to happen at all. Right. I haven't seen the team play. You haven't either. I'm I'm really looking forward to this weekend. I am too. Uh, it, it, I know I can go one night. I'm hoping to be able to go the the, the next the next day. It's um, it's six and four, uh, six o'clock Friday, four o'clock Saturday again. I believe. Uh, I uh, haven't looked the times, but that, I, I, that, I think that's correct. It's going to be pretty normal, I would think. Uh, and uh, I I do enjoy both of those starting times. Um, it's a quick turnaround, and I'm. I'm just I'm very I'm very excited to be able to go. Really, I, it's going to be fun. It's it's our first game of the year, as far as I'm concerned, as far as seeing it's concerned. The difficulty of playing back-to-back games, not just because of the your tired legs, possibly, but both teams are in that same situation. But from a fan standpoint, I'm I'm not sure that's contributes well to whatever attendance will take place. Uh, there's a, about a thousand people that can go to the game because of season tickets, but. Uh, I don't know. Somebody asked me how many people were there Saturday night. I, I don't know the answer to that, but it was it was not a thousand. I wouldn't think. Your shot? No, uh, no. I, I I definitely agree. Uh, uh, Saturday's um, uh, attendance was considerably less than Friday nights. Uh, the four o'clock thing might have had something to do with it. I have no idea. Um, and we talked about this last week. Are people going to go back? Uh, uh, are they out of the habit of going? Uh, that sort of thing and. And, and we don't have an answer to that. We really don't. We're not going to really know that until next next season, really, I think. But um, I'm looking forward to, to seeing them play, for sure. Well, as I say, they're 10-2. and two. The, the, the guys now have given themselves a chance to get into the tournament, Jeff, and, and hopefully they'll get that done. Uh, you never know what a, a win or two might do to confidence and, and get things running in the right direction. Uh, we, as I said, you hit five three-pointers in a row. There's something about a momentum that made that happen. Uh, and so we'll just have to see how it goes, and uh, hopefully they'll get things lo- launched around. I know we're all disappointed that the team is not winning more than they have, but uh, let's hope better times around the corner. 
Well, I, I tell you something that uh, uh, my daughter pointed out, and and I got thinking about it, and I think she's probably right. She said after they won on Friday, uh, she said when they came out on Saturday, she said they just looked like a team that had more energy and more spark. Well, you would think so, yeah. And and, and I think she, I really hadn't thought about that, and I thought, well, my God, I believe you're right. I think, I think that's correct. I think they were feeling a little bit better about themselves. And as you and I both have been through both of, both of these things, winning and losing, and we know. But um, if you work and work and work and work, and you never get any kind of reward for it in terms of Ws, it's just absolutely draining, mentally and physically draining. You know, you, you start to question yourself. So, so they definitely got a confidence booster and then turn right around the next night and get another confidence booster. First year at Laverne High School, you well know, we won two games. Yeah. When I got to about the 1st of February, that halftime speech was getting old. It was just difficult to go walk in and, and when you're down 16, 18 points at the half and you've lost seven straight games, to go in there and say, now if we do this and we do this and we do this and we do this, we can come back and win this game. It's really hard to do that with high school kids because, Jeff, they're smart enough to understand where things lie. Yeah, I, and I went through a very similar thing. And, uh, and, and, and you say you can hear yourself. You know what you're going to say, you know, and, and it's, it's the truth. It's the absolute truth. When you tell them, girls, I am really proud of y'all. I, I, am, sure. I am sincerely proud of y'all, and I was proud of them. I couldn't have been more proud, but we lost, <laughs> you know, and they know that. Sometimes, sometimes the talent's just not there, Jeff. Well, okay, we'll go with that. Sometimes the coaching's not there. Yeah, either. you don't go into <laughs> halftime and say that, though, do you? Well, no, you don't mention that. <laughs> I'm doing a great job, girls, but you all are terrible. <laughs> I don't think we do that, no. Wasn't true either. Oh, man. Chip Walters is up next on the Blue Raider Insider Report. WGNS is honored to be this year's Luther Award recipient from the Tennessee Radio Hall of Fame for Community Service. We are humbled to receive this prestigious award. Thank you for letting us be your good neighbor station. Good afternoon. Traffic hadn't been too bad out here on the interstate as we look at it live here on I-24 up by Elmaville Road. Traffic's just typical busy out here in uh, Sam Ridley making your way out towards Smyrna. We've seen a lot of radar in weird places slowing down. Check out the Andre Chicken Sandwich now available at Prince's Hot Chicken. They're online at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. Time for Brian to come into your homes. <laughs> Run! Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance, 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair your full-service insurance agent, 390-8476. 
Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff, a friend of mine, and yours as well, Coach Jennifer Grandstaff, is going to be honored at her high school in Heath, Ohio, being named to the Heath, Ohio Hall of Fame. I did not know that. When is this coming up? I did not know that either until a friend of mine called and told me that this afternoon. Uh, Sometime this spring, I guess. I don't know. I didn't get those details. Uh, Miss Grandstaff scored 58 points in one game. I can't remember what the total points were in, this, in her career, but it was a bunch. Uh, and and I st- still have to frown at her when I see her in orange and blue. Yeah. Uh, at Blackman. Nothing against Blackman. But uh, I'll always see Jennifer in Oakland, red and white, red, white, and blue. I, um, I, I don't know, and I haven't talked to her in, well, really, for a couple of years now. I called her after she resigned at Oakland. Um, and I haven't, I haven't talked to her since. Of course, I hadn't seen her play. You know? Sure. Uh, but uh, I, I wonder how she got down here. She went to Moore County and was coaching there before she came to Oakland. Uh, I, I wonder how she ended up at Moore County from in Ohio. Would she go to school down here, uh, college? or? I, I, you know, I don't know the answer to that either. Uh, it's worth, a question worth asking. Somebody may know the answer Yeah, to that. And, and, uh, and what always impressed me about her, and I know that that – Fifty uh, some odd points uh, was at one time a Ohio state record. It may still be, for all I know. Um, but uh, it, she she um, stayed on at Oakland through thick and thin. Yes, making a difference. And they, I've, I'm sure she would nod, maybe. But uh, I mean, she had some teams that were not very good. And still somehow won eight or ten games. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, but mm-hmm. she did. And then she had teams that went all the way to the state finals. So And, and she's got to have two or three of those shots yeah. roll through her brain over and over and I'm over. sure that's true. Uh, yes. Uh, that jumper from the top of the key to tie the three-pointer, to tie it. And then the ball that rolled all over the rim before, what, was that in the first or second overtime that would have made the winning shot and it didn't go in? Didn't, didn't fall. But I, I tell you, I've – I've interviewed uh, Coach Grandstaff many times, uh, and um, <laughs> she just won't talk about herself much at all. She'll talk about her players all day long and about the game and what they were trying to do and et cetera, et cetera, and a really good interview. But to, to ask her anything about what she might have done, she just not she just doesn't talk very much about herself. If it's in the last two or three, four weeks for me, it's been what day of the week it is. Did I say which of those teams will win that district in girls basketball? Is it Riverdale? Will it be Stewart's Creek? Oakland, as I mentioned last week, I think was on top of the deal. Now Blackman's there. Uh, <laughs> four very good teams, really. And uh, interesting to see Blackman's had to overcome a lot, for sure. Three different bouts with COVID and still have played, I think, 12, 13 games instead of the full Mountie. But uh, – Congratulations to them, and uh, they've got big games coming up this week, as everybody does. And district tournament, Jeff, starts the following week. Right. And they're playing those district tournaments for everybody to know. They're not playing at the central sites anymore. This will be done on a top seed host the game business, so you're not having this congregation of people together. So that's going to happen across the state of Tennessee. And I don't care who you ask. If you ask people that know uh, or think they know, they will tell you that Stewart's Creek is clear to the number one team unless it's Riverdale. But, of course, it could certainly be Blackman, and a lot of people think it's Oakland. <laughs> so, there you go. I saw Oakland play Rockvale, a really good, scrappy, hard-working Rockvale team, by the mm-hmm. way, uh, that Bill Hockenberry has got out there. And, boy, they get after you. And, and Oakland finally pulled away and beat them. I don't know how bad it was, but, you know, 15 or so. Um, and I can see how Oakland could beat you. I can see that for clearly. Uh, they got a good basketball team. And uh, uh, Coach Campbell has done a, has done a good job, um, but uh, it, it's it's wide open. It, it really is. And, and I guess whoever gets to the number one seed and number two, well, they're going to get the host for sure, sure. Right. And normally that would be a tremendous advantage, I guess, uh, to do that. 
and you never play at the whole school unless unless we do the satellite kind of thing. But now they can't. You know, there's not going to be a gym full of people. So I don't know. It's I guess it. You know, it's all up in the air. I don't know. On the boys' side, Siegel is is the team to beat there. They're I think third third in the state last poll I saw. I believe. Uh, mighty good basketball team. They are mighty good, and uh, and uh, I don't know where they are in terms of wins. I think they're approaching twenty. I think uh, they're they're in the neighborhood anyway, and that's a ton of wins. Um, no question about it in in this district, but they're going to be opposed as well by by two or three teams. I would think Blackman and Riverdale would have the best chance at them this year, but uh, I, I I don't I don't I don't know that for sure. Middle Tennessee Christian and Providence Christian, both girls teams for sure having pretty good years not not at the top of the pack but they're they're very competitive yes um the the, the private school as you and i know and, we, and we've done radio for them uh, a, a few times um when we were at lipscomb um and it's it's a pretty good brand of basketball uh, and the teams are generally pretty evenly matched particularly when you get in the tournament the good news for Division One, is there be, they will be playing their basketball tournament at Murphy Center, which is where it should be. Thankfully, that's going to work out that way. Division Two, Jeff, has been moved from David Lipscomb to Tennessee Tech. Uh, City of Nashville, just a little bit too hard to read as to what it might be in the next two or three weeks. I think Lipscomb and TWSWA both thought, you know, this is going to be could be dicey to try to play it there. We we probably need to get out someplace where we fairly confident they'll be able to play the games. Well, I'm kind of disappointed I was. Um, uh, I, I thought that, uh, what is it, Allen Fieldhouse? Is that the, is that the name of yeah. uh, Lipscomb? Um, I, I thought that was a really pretty gymnasium. Oh, it is. It's, and ideal for for you know, Division Two. Uh, and I hate to see them go to Tech. Um, I, and, I, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm, well, gosh almighty, you just hate to be. The Tennessee Tech gymnasium is – not a very good gymnasium. Well, I've been I've been told it's been refurbished. I haven't been Maybe I so. haven't been in the Eblin Center in fifteen years. But if they have, I hope they solve the lighting problem. <laughs> uh, because anyone anyway, you can stand in the middle of that gym and you've got four shadows on on one person, uh, and th- that's not. It'd be very tough good. on Groundhog Day. It would be. That's not. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's pretty good, Tim. Um, yeah, I, it, it's. But I don't know. But maybe they've solved that problem. I don't know. Well, they'll be playing that. Uh, of course, in that state tournament starts. They only have three rounds of tournament play in Division Two, so they play their state tournament, boys and girls, at the same time Thursday, Friday, Saturday, this year at Tech, and then the girls basketball tournament will start on Wednesday. Last year it started on Wednesday, Jeff. They played some on Thursday, but that was the end of the end of the that was match. It. They got uh, what? They didn't even get two full rounds in. in I don't the, think so. No, I didn't think so either. And uh, and. The season ended right there, much to everybody's disappointment. Uh, but we we didn't really think too bad because we didn't have a team in it. So you know, but we did have the, we did have the team in the boys, did we? Wasn't Black was Blackman in the boys tournament that year, which was never played. I can't say, Jim. I can't my, remember either. My memory's kind of foggy these well, days. Well, maybe not. Blackman's been there so much. We'll just say that it was them. <laughs> <laughs> Barry Workman will will coach them into the tournament. Somehow. I also had a second phone call. My good friend Murphy Fair called. Uh, the Murph. About three o'clock this afternoon, and asked me, "Did I know who the new coach at Middle Tennessee Christian School was for football? Do you know that?" I do not. His name is Colby Tackett. Colby Tackett. Well, he's got one disadvantage right away. Then. <laughs> Out of Florida, and Murphy wanted to know it was a long lost cousin of mine. I said, "Don't think so, but uh, maybe." Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he is. I'm not sure, but I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, coming up here from from Florida to coach the Middle Tennessee Christian football team. Well, the last guy came from California. Somewhere. Oh yeah, they 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 got a wide net. <laughs> they must recruiting budget's really <laughs> serious. Careful now. <laughs> Well, you can recruit coaches. Yeah, you can. That's right. Well, maybe they'll play Eagleville. In fact, they, that's what you should do. They, they got a new coach. Maybe they'll play Eagleville. I mean, how could they not play Eagleville? But they didn't. Well, that's not right. What's not right? Not playing Eagle. I agree with you. It's not right. <laughs> Eagleville didn't think so either. Uh, well, what you got any great news for me? I, I gave you two zingers. Well, I, no, I don't think so. I, well, I think the, I think we can say the Los Angeles Dodgers are clearly the, 
team to beat. <laughs> you get the Cy Young winner now? Yeah, they've got – They needed some help, didn't they? They've either got a 20-game winner or a Cy Young Award winner in all five spots of the rotation. Now, that's pretty stout. And you got uh, Bellinger leading the offense. They they can score a few runs as well. Yeah, they, they certainly can. And that that what is it? Turner was that his name? The guy that got COVID and came out and sat on the field with the team like a dodo. <laughs> but they didn't win it, so um, you know they're going to be favored to repeat. Spring training, two will, weeks. Will it take place? Well, I fans going to go? I don't know what they'll do about that. I don't. I don't have any idea. Um, we are. Uh, scaring this um march thing to death with the, with the covid and everything we we you know vaccines are going out by the millions and we're and we seem to be vac- vaccinating a lot of people uh but uh, got a long way to go don't we we got a long way to go for sure uh you and i have gotten our shots and for those that uh, have not or on the fence we can both say we had no effects from it whatsoever that's correct. I, I had a I had a sore arm lasted just a little bit, maybe a day, and I didn't even I didn't think about it. it wasn't bad at all. I got the second shot to coming up in about a week. So my wife's had hers, her first shot. So you know, I'm I'm hoping we can get back to a normal life. But there's a lot of people who, um, for some reason, and I guess it's their business. Or say they're not going to take it, or for whatever reason, and I guess that's their business. Well, the normal life that that, that I wish for people out there is that the jobs will come back and they can get to, get to place in, in business. You and I are fortunate in in the fact that economically it's not hurt you or I. Is that fair to say? Yes. And so I'm grateful for that. But I know there's a lot of people, and you look down to here, Jeff. The restaurants have closed in Murfreesboro, or go by there on a Friday evening and see three or four cars out there when you normally would see a parking lot full. Yes, and, and and we've run into that too. Uh, uh, with wherever we might eat, um, there's the crowds are are down. There's there's no question about that. Um, but uh, you know, you uh, my great grandson didn't realize that. <laughs> he, he he goes at a hundred miles an hour. He's 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 a Tampa Bay fan for some reason. Is that right? Yeah, and my, and uh, and his mom and dad say they didn't they didn't do it. I mean, we're talking before they won yesterday. Yeah, saying he's not jumping on the wagon. No, no, no. He's been on. He's 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 been for him for a while now. Tom Brady got anything to do with that at all? I don't think so. I, he just said the the Bucks always win. That's what he says. <laughs> and he and when they scored yesterday, he just, he's the only kid I've ever seen. I know people talk about their grandchildren and great grandchildren and everything, and y'all are looking at me like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, and I guess that's true. But he can run, jump. And twirl in the air all at the same time, and then sound like an Olympian. He is, and he can scream his head off, <laughs> and his voice carries too. You know, I mean, I'm telling you what, he's he's very excited, and he was very excited to see the Raiders play, very excited. And when they when they played that um, uh, tape of you know with the flags and the cheerleaders yeah, the, and the everything, dude, the, what the, about the ten minute mark of the second yeah. half? Yeah, and he of course he was disappointed that they weren't at the game. Uh, he, he he noticed that right away. No flags. No he, flag. No, no flag. No, that's right. No band. He didn't like that. But when they played that tape, oh, he was very excited about the tape. Where were the PA announcers in the uh, in all that? They weren't at, on press row, were they? In, in no. Radio people. Where were they? Funny you should ask because I actually talked to John Rice uh, at Sir Pizza uh, uh, after one of the games, and um, I think he was upstairs to the, to the left. You know, the sound system and everything is controlled up there. Upstairs behind press row, but to the left okay. in the second level. I think that's where he was. And and he did his usual crisp job, of course, that he always does. And usually he does Lady Raiders, but he's doing both now, right now. All right. We need to take a break. We'll come back and. Uh, Raider inside report. We've done it. We didn't play it. No? We'll play it then. <laughs> well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's start out with Blue Raider football. Well, of course, there were connections in the Super Bowl from yesterday. The uh, Blue Raider, the most recent former players, were on Kansas City last night. That would be Charvarius Ward and Darius Harris. They were trying to win their second uh, ring in uh, back-to-back years, but it was a former Blue Raider and a Blue Raider Hall of Famer who ended up getting uh, a Super Bowl ring, and that is 
Mike Caldwell. He is the inside linebacker coach for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Also, former Blue Raider assistant Casey Rogers is the defensive line coach for uh, Tampa Bay. And, you know, uh, Coach Rogers and Coach Caldwell's defense for Tampa Bay, they really did the job last night. So congratulations to all of those guys for getting to the big game. But uh, special congratulations to Casey and Mike Caldwell for getting the big victory. All right, let's turn to basketball. Despite being down its leading score, Middle Tennessee made it back-to-back wins over Charlotte with a dominant performance on Saturday. The Blue Raiders announced prior to tip-off that junior guard Dontrell Schuler will miss the rest of the season due to an ACL injury suffered Friday night. That meant a team effort was needed to secure a gutsy 66-65 win on the road on the front end of the back-to-back, and then they followed on Saturday with a 73-60 win. As after Middle Tennessee got off to a bit of a slow start offensively, Jordan Davis and Jalen Jordan helped ignite a few first-half runs that flipped the script and eventually buried the 49ers, who fell to 9-9 overall and 5-5 in the league. So Middle Tennessee now finds themselves in a much better position as far as the Conference USA Tournament. Next up for the Raiders will be games at Marshall this weekend. They will play Friday at 5 o'clock, and you can hear it here uh, on uh, on the radio. Women's basketball. The Lady Raiders saw its five-game conference winning streak snapped with an 82-72 road loss at Charlotte on Saturday afternoon. The loss also snapped a nine-game conference road win streak for the Lady Raiders going back to the previous season. Middle had three players scored 20-plus points, but it just wasn't enough to offset Charlotte, which had five players in double figures. The Lady Raiders will be playing at Marshall, or playing at home, rather, against Marshall on Friday night at 6 o'clock. And, of course, season ticket holders are uh, allowed to come in. Limited attendance at 10% of capacity of the building. But, again, 6 o'clock start for the women on Friday night. All right, let's turn to golf. Middle Tennessee men's golf triumph for the second time in its last two tournaments on Sunday as it closed out the Reigns Company Intercollegiate in South Carolina at 30 under par, 834 to claim the team title. The Blue Raiders went low all weekend at the Country Club of South Carolina, leading wire to wire with a final 54-hole mark that ranks as the third lowest team total in Middle Tennessee men's golf history. It's also the second lowest score relative to par in MT history behind only the 41 under par scorecard turned in at the 2007 Jaguar Intercollegiate. Men's tennis dropping a road match at Virginia Tech 4-1, while the Lady Raiders on tennis dropped a tight 4-3 decision at Marshall. Coming up tonight at 6 o'clock, it's Rick Ensel live with Dick Palmer and the head coach. And then at 7 o'clock, Nick McDevitt live. I'll be talking to the head coach of the Blue Raiders. Hope you'll join us right here on WGNS. Jeff, you and I need to pay more attention to what's going on around here, don't you think? Well, <laughs> yes. I, I, that's pretty obvious to everybody else. I, we might as well admit it, yes. No, we, we got engaged in a conversation, and we and we just we didn't do a very good job. Had a call about uh, tickets for the basketball tournament, state tournament for sure. Uh, those will be sold through the participating schools in the – they will be an individual ticket for every game this year. They will clear the gym after each game. There won't be a, a session ticket available to you if that's what you're used to doing. Uh, same thing's going to be true at your district and region tournaments. You need to contact the school and, and see what they're going to be able to do. There's a limited number of tickets that are there. So most of those, are, if not all, are going to be pre-sold. Right, Jeff? So that way they can keep it I would think count. so. So if, I, would not, I would not count on being able to walk up to a, a, a ticket booth anywhere during any tournament and say i just I want to buy a ticket to get in i would contact the school the whole school and find out what you need to do to get a ticket to go to the ball game and and they'll take care of you that way but uh it is limited there will be a a thousand i think that they said uh permitted to get into the state tournament games so yes there will be fans there but there won't be a lot of them and a lot of those tickets jeff of that, that one thousand bunch of those going to be mamas and daddies grandparents and uncles and aunts and so forth, you know, players are going to get to claim some of those tickets before they ever get out the door. So uh, there won't be a lot left, I wouldn't think, to be sold to, to uh, me or you. This is uh, obviously further evidence that the pandemic scare has touched everything in a negative fashion. Yes. And uh, it's made 
what you just said about getting tickets and, and all that kind of stuff is very annoying and maybe very difficult to do. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, well, that, that's that's the thing I would say to you. Yes, there will be people, unless something changes, and they can change tomorrow, Jeff, but it looks like things are trending the right direction now. I don't, I don't anticipate that it's going to change that way, but there will be a limited number of people to be able to get into any of these games. And uh, as I said, it's a state tournament. You won't be able to buy a, a ticket and stay all day like you typically could do. I don't know how many people do that, but a few people do, don't, don't they, Jeff? Yes, I, I would assume so. It's also um, – true this has created a problem on the district and region level for 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 this radio station and all radio stations because he can only cover one game yes and they're all being played at the same time with the same tip-off and uh and i don't know how brian will decide where he goes but he'll make an intelligent decision on that but he he and he will have the scores from the other games for you but he can't broadcast one thing i would say to folks out there as far as the state tournament's concerned uh you can buy a month subscription to nfhs Network for twelve. I think it's twelve dollars, and watch every game at the Division Two, Division One state tournament. Every game on on your screen at home, if that's what you choose to do. It, it, and you can buy it for just a month. You're not required to buy it for a year. There's no subscription involved with it. But if you're curious about what that might be like, just go to nfh nfhs.com, and I'm sure they can. It will explain to you how that works. For if you, and if you're like me, you might want to get a uh, high school kid to walk you through it <laughs> i think you you know the national federation of high schools i believe they'll talk you right through that no no problem be able to see everything but uh pretty good deal if you get right down to it hope we get somebody there girls and boys hope it happens uh but i i'll have to say it's um i guess single boys are our best our best shot it appears to be that way uh, I, I i don't know if, we, if our girls can can slip by and get into the substate and win win a game uh, is it possible? Yes, of course. Uh, they will not be favored, I don't believe. But you know, there's a there's a pebble mm-hmm. that's always in our shoe there down is. there around Chattanooga. Yeah, well, that's true. So it's, it's called Radley Central, which is this year once again very very good. Uh, but you get two teams out of that uh, setup, that substate, and uh, so we'll have to see how it goes. But uh, Jeff, it's we don't know for sure just how good Blackman is, do we? They haven't played enough games against anybody but their own district. That's correct. Um, probably anybody else the same way. Uh, uh, they have won some some games maybe that we really weren't expecting them to win. And then uh, um, I guess if they'd beaten Riverdale, people would be talking about them. But they lost to Riverdale by two points. Uh, so, I mean, what does that say? That That doesn't tell me much of anything, except both of those teams must be pretty good. That's about the only thing I saw. You're right. A lot of these teams are in mid-season form, if you will. Sure. You know, they're not. This is not the final product, and it's too late now. We've only got this week. Well, That's you typically it. have your Christmas tournaments, your Thanksgiving tournaments. You can look back and say, "Well, this team from this part of the state played this part part of the state," and we have a pretty good idea of what they're like and so forth. Very little of that. You didn't have summer camp to, to make those comparisons. So I think this is. We know least about the teams this year than we ever have. Well, you're right. You're right. It's it's been a camouflaged year. We're we're just not sure, and and we don't know absolutely for sure that the best players or whatever are actually going to be available sure. in the game. We don't know what's going to happen. Uh, we're losing games and people all the time from at every level uh, uh, where somebody's not able to play. Um, I think the second team in the nation in men's basketball right now is Baylor, and they lost every game they were supposed to play this week. And it wasn't their fault, I don't believe. It didn't wouldn't bother them, but no games. Speaking of college basketball, this mm. wasn't on my chart to talk about, but Saturday evening after the basketball game, we did go to dinner, and in the place we were, saw the North Carolina-Duke game was on television. And to see that North Carolina and Duke – had between them eight losses in conference. And then Kentucky turns around and loses to Tennessee. And look at Kentucky's record. What are they, 5-11 and 11 overall or something it, like that? They're not good at all. It's just, it's just hard to imagine how those yeah. three teams and Michigan State on top of that not good. How can that be? I, I, I surely can't answer. I, I do know that the, the, the lone Tennessee fan and my extended family was very happy with the win at Rupp. 
uh, for the Tennessee men, and I was too. I was. I was it didn't look out. good at the half, by the way. Kentucky played apparently a tremendous first half because they were up at eight at the half, and didn't Tennessee win by double digits? Yes, uh-huh. and played gangbusters the last four or five well, minutes. They, they bring the in some some. Some sleeping gas and I don't know what they face. did. Well, they were at, they were up, so I don't guess that happened. But uh, you know, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it anyway. But yes, I think this tournament in the Final Four, which is all being played at one site, right, Indianapolis. Um, I, uh, uh, I I think there are going to be some teams that are automatically in that thing, or maybe automatically in the top ten of the country or whatever that are not going to be there this year. And the women's tournament's going to be played in uh, San Antonio. Is that right? I think that's correct. The whole thing. And that whole thing down through there. Okay. We're going to wrap things up and get out of here a little earlier to make way for uh, Chip and uh, Dick Palmer with uh, Rick Ensel live up first and then Nick McDevitt live right here on WGNS Radio. High school basketball tomorrow night right here. Stay tuned for the coaches' shows. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall shop where the dealer shop. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes. For Premier Six Theater, they're now open. Hi there, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamon Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your realtor. 2020 appears to be another dynamic year in real estate, and if you've been in your home for a while, you might be surprised what it's gained in value. Get in touch with me, and we'll set up an absolutely free, no-obligation real estate review for you. Go to my website, choosechip.net, or give me a call, 615-542-1915. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Good afternoon. Traffic hadn't been too bad out here on the interstate as we look at it live here on I-24 up by Elmaville Road. Traffic just typical busy out here in uh, Sam Ridley, making your way out towards Smyrna. We've seen a lot of radar and weird places slowing down. Check out the Andre Chicken Sandwich now available at Princess Hot Chicken. They're online at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on We do it your way pizza. You can order Murphy Sproul's favorite pizza online. SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out and delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com.